When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. OVO, ESAN, wraps up. We might just get here with Dorico. Everyone home for the summer, so let's not do nothing illegal. I gonna make 50 million and I give some millions to my people. They gonna go Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again. Let me apologize real quick to everybody. When you move to another location, when you move to another damn province, you're in the Atlantic. Things change. The The time zone, I still have to get used to it. I'm your, I'm used to putting the show for 8.15 for y'all. But on my end, I got to put 9.15. But my dumbass, after working a, light, a night shift, you're not really all thinking, right? I got to go to bed. I got to do all this stuff. I was like, yo, 8.15, I'll be there. <laughs> for y'all, it's 7.15. Mess me up. So I appreciate y'all having some patience with your boy. It's all good. We're here now. And uh, I'll be joined by a special guest. Y'all know him already. The dreadlocked. He proclaims himself as the potentially most handsome man in Buffalo. I don't know. What about the, he's got to confirm that for me. But we'll see how that plays out. But I got to give a shout out to my man. Moogie coming on with us. Short time. We'll get that popping in just a moment. But I appreciate y'all tuning in. Welcome to the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the Rico Report. Brought to you by and presented by Fan Sided, the Buffalo Bills podcast. So I appreciate y'all. I am your host, Rico. And listen, I'm not going to play games. We're going to get right to it. I'm going to be my man on Mook Hawkins from Wolfo 10180. I get that right? Wolfo 1080. What's going on, my guy? What's going on, my man? Everything's good? Everything's good. Everything's Dude, that fitted is crisp. I'm not going to lie. That fitted is crisp. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. I got you. Listen, man, we're going to get right to the business. Folks, you guys already know Mookie. He's uh, He is one of our faves up in the press room, asking the questions that need to be asked, addressing things that need to be addressed, and always keeping it light. And that's the I think that's one thing that uh, most folks, especially myself, appreciate. You know what I'm saying? If you can do me a favor, if you can pass on the message to my folks, the fine folks in Buffalo, to try to get the audio better for us viewers at home so we can hear the damn questions because I'm still going to fight everybody that just just pass that message along to whoever the AV guys are. But anyway, we're going to get to it. So, uh, Mook, talk to me, baby. Minicamp is around. The big name that we've all been wondering, is he going to show up? He's going to be here. And that's Mr. Jordan Poyer. He has shown his face. Is he in good spirits? I guess that's the real good question to ask because when you're in contract talks and you're trying to get something done it's hard to kind of separate the two what were your views on on seeing jordan uh jordan up where well i mean they don't call him all pro pro for nothing i mean you know at this point you know i mean his career he's a true professional with it i mean he understands the business side of it um you know he expressed his views and you know he still stand by his rules but at the end of the day i mean he's still under contract so he can only control what he can't control. And that's, you know, by showing up. I mean, why wouldn't he not show up when, you know, they're 
predicted to be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. So that don't make sense. And, you know, that wasn't, you know, you know, that that's just not his DNA anyway. You know what I mean? I could just just say that, you know what I mean? That's just not his DNA. He's he's definitely was gonna uh be at mandatory minis. I've always wondered that because when you have a, a, an obligation to your teammates because it's, it's it's big. You have your teammates. You have all those things that that play a game uh, that play along with this whole situation. If you take the business side of it, you take away from building chemistry with your teammates. So there's a there's an added. I don't want to call it pressure, but there's an added well, you know, and I, I owe it to my guys to be here. Um, and I always found that very interesting when it comes to contract talk, because it's not the it's not it's the worst. GMs don't really like it. Players don't really like it. But when the deal gets done, everything is great. So it's it's always obviously great to see Jay Poe in the building. Business needs to be handled. But nonetheless, he is here. Uh, were there any uh, notable faces missing from camp that we would say, oh, wait a second now? 110% everybody was at camp today. Oh, uh, so hype is real. Now, oh, speaking yeah. of hype, we got to get it to it, man. You hear it. You see it. You're reading it. You're listening to it. <laughs> There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of love coming Buffalo's way. And it's, and it's, it's, it's due. We've been due. But there are some fans that are a little ah, they're uneasy. Uneasy with all the love and all the buzz that we're getting on Buffalo. They're like, yo, listen, this is too much, man. Like, let's just stay under the radar like we always do. How is it as uh, someone covering the team and pointing on the team and reading what's going on and listening to the players in the locker room? How, do you see, do you feel the buzz and energy from the players as, as much as the fans are putting onto the team? I say it's just, it's levels to it. I mean, you see the difference in how just relaxed and how they are just comfortable with each other than opposed to, you know, I guess you would say last year when, you know, you, you have a, a team that, you know, that this is pretty much it with a certain group of guys. But then again, you know what I mean? The guys that's being brought to, you know, take it to the next step or whatever the case may be is just, you know, you, you, you they are, are aware of it. I could say that, you know what I mean? And having that okay. awareness to know that, you know, one, you know, ain't no floating under the radar. You know what I mean? The Bills will definitely have a target on their back being, uh, you know, favorites to go to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's not, it's really no pressure. It's just ball. But, you know, if they let that, you know, just if they pay attention to the outside noise, then that when it can be a distraction. But, you know, these these guys been versed. These guys, you know, they're 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 veterans. You know what I mean? So for Poyer and Hyde not to be at um, involuntary uh, right. OTAs for the first time. I'm cool with that. They're the older guys. They've been coming to every involuntary mandatory camp. Yep since 2017 so if they want to miss one um you know i think they kind of earned the right to absolutely and i and when you've been in the league this long and i mean we know how short uh, a career can be the average of three years if you can make it there um so these guys have earned it right so they they, they have that stamp if you will um so speaking of stamp there's some guys that are trying to stamp their way onto this roster, stamp their way and show show a little noise, give a little noise. So you've got we've gone through OTAs, you got first day of of the mandatories. Uh to you, who has kind of you you 
he's is forcing your way to pay attention to them where you're like okay i've seen you before but this year's different does anybody stand out to you that's forcing their way to make you oh shoot i gotta pay attention to that man because he's he's jumping out on the screen to me so is there anybody that stands out to you from the offensive side defensive side maybe even special teams or even coaching <laughs> well you get you getting that in a lot of areas you know i can say that right you're getting a lot of that in a lot of areas this year that's why when you walk in there and you know it's like okay whatever they had to fix it looked like they fixed it from the eyeball standpoint but once again it's only shirt and shorts they don't have the pants on but right now everything is looking up to par um you know just how guys just a few pieces to a team that's basically been together for three to four years at this point has no other choice but to compete for a Super Bowl. So they understand that. And, you know, they know they didn't, they didn't taste it from a divisional playoff, a wild card in the, in the AFC championship. They got, oh. you know, a few pieces that's, you know, the add in there and the Von Miller, yeah. Um, you know, you bring guys back that was familiar in your system and, and Jordan Phillips and Shaq Rosser, uh, who's having a sneaky camp. You know what I mean? That D-line is loaded, bro. I'm going to tell you this right now, that they upgraded tremendously from last year's defensive line rotation to this defensive line rotation is night and day. I'm going to tell you that right now. And that's going to be a big difference. Speaking of rotations, I have I have a beef with rotations. And I understand the premise of the rotation. But I have a beef with the rotation, right? And I and I, I look back more specifically with the Bengals. The Bengals have Hendrickson. They've got uh, 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 Hubbard. They have they have some players on that squad, but they don't. They're not as rotated as, as often as we are. They stick their dogs and keep their dogs on the field. And my wish this year was bringing in Von Miller, having Greg Rousseau in his second year, Ed Oliver coming into a big year. Keep your dogs on the field. But Leslie Frazier is like no. We're going to keep that same rotation. Are you in favor of the rotating of these dogs? Or are you like, keep your dogs on the damn field and let's go? Man, with these reservoir dogs they got this year, Rico, they got, man, <laughs> it's a doggy dog world up front, baby. And, you know, you got to keep them fresh. It's going to be a long season. You know what I mean? So, you know, not, not to say that injuries don't happen, but they do. So you want to at least be prepared to have a rotation. I put it to you this way. Yeah. Jordan, um, Jordan Phillips replaced Tyler Tulele, right? Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Daquan Johnson and Tim Saddle replaces Harrison Phillips and Justin Zimmer, so to speak. Uh, you have Shaq Lawson that replaces F.A. Obata. Now, these guys that was pretty much in the Bills' defensive line rotation that add along Von Miller, Rousseau, Boogie, A.J., and Ed Oliver. So you tell me, if that's not an upgrade up front right now, then opposed to what the Bills defense looked like last year up front. You let me know. You know what I mean? But you know. I'm I'm with it. I understand. That's why I said I understand it. But when you have a guy like Von Miller that's getting paid the way he's getting paid, you brought in two big pieces in Settle and and Jones. You want to be able to keep those guys on the field, but I understand the rotation, right? And the one way I'm selling myself is when Daquan Jones sees Tim Settle make a play. Shoot, my turn comes on. I'm gonna make a play, and I'm gonna make sure that. So I, I understand the premise in that regard. So uh, I'm gonna be looking out uh, to see how this this all plays out because uh, if we're gonna keep rotating, we're gonna keep rotating. Um, I did want to jump into something personal with you. Um, this is what year year three covering the squad. 
Nah, four. Is this year four? Year four. Perfect. So you're going into year four, right? You're you're this is this is this is big for you personally. So what is it personally that you that you you're trying to do this year for your audience, for people listening to you, for people uh under like listening to your radio station and everything that you didn't bring year one and year two. What is it that Mookie's bringing year four? Um, and uh, how have you grown in the role that you're in? I'm curious about that, man. Because I've been watching development. I'm like, okay, he's in the building. He's doing his thing. So I'm not sure if anybody's ever asked you that. So I, I want to know, man, how, how how has it been for you? How have you grown in this role? And what do you bring to your people? Um, it teaches you a lot of things. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, from, from, from the aspect of just, you know, doing your job, and you know everybody is doing their job and you know as far as asking questions you don't want to be you know i mean you want to be personal you know what i mean but you don't want to be personal you know what i'm saying right so i just you know continue just to be myself you know what i mean and how i evolved is just learning from you know my conversations with the guys from year one you know what i mean all the way up to now you know what i mean it's like i have a bag load of receipts i can go back to any one of them and you know facilitate when i need to facilitate because right. this is what they saw this is what they worked hard and talked about you know what i mean a couple of years back you know what i mean so now you know they're they at this point so me understanding that i have things that i can dig into the crates to still be creative when asking questions, but still, you know, get my point across and still remain uh, being genuine with what mm -hmm. I'm asking them. You know what I mean? Make it all make sense. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more in depth on the scene this year in regards to that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be on front of the tube and some, some radio shows and all that stuff. So, so you got um, big things coming. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, get things, bring, you know, bring a little bit more of my insight and you know out there you know this year you know what i mean uh, now that i know a few few uh you know ways to maneuver you know find my niche i mean when you have these type of platforms it can, it, it's, there's so many outlets that you can connect with so no doubt know, just trying to evolve that way and but you know just 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 polishing my game up you know everybody like you, get, you gotta get better so i get it get man. Yo, we all gotta get better we all gotta get better you know who's who did get better last year and i got a I got a bone to pick with you my guy um and uh you're gonna have to explain yourself and you can say it with your chest if you want to i can give you that segment but we're gonna talk about it so uh there is one position group on this team that uh that has definitely uh it's been shaken up a little bit uh and that's the running back room and uh devin singletary is uh is in coming into his fourth year you've got Zach Moss coming into his third, and then you've got the Rook James Cook. And don't forget, we got uh, Duke Johnson. Uh, that's going to be, you know what I'm saying, trying to make some noise in this bitch. So we're going to see how this plays out. So I I was listening to you uh, one of your segments, and you feel as though Devin Singletary, I see your face. Your face, you're trying to change your face right now, but I got you. you feel <laughs> <laughs> I see it. So you, you, you made a statement that um, Devin Singletary is going to rush for over a thousand yards this year. Now, before you answer that question, and before you go into your spiel, you need to explain yourself, sir, on this thousand yard back that you see. 
that that's going to be coming from Devin Singletary. Don't forget, Zach Moss didn't have the year, I, and this is my opinion, he didn't have the year he thought he would have. So you know he's going to be a reservoir dog, ready to get after it. And then you got James Cook. How are you going to give 1,000 carries to Devin Singletary? Well, I mean, he's going to still be, you know what I mean, to start running back. Um, you know, and by, by the looks of what I see, this run game, what this new run game is going to look like. I mean, he rushed for uh, 870 yards last year. So, basically, he was, what, one more game away from that? Let's keep in mind, it's 17, 17 games now. He can get 1,000 yards in 17 games, right? You know, and that's will be a breakout season for him. He's been knocking, you know, on the door. It's just that, you know, they haven't really ran the ball. They didn't emphasize, you know, with that running back. They didn't get it right with you know singletary or i can't even say that because it goes both ways it goes with the line you that has you got blocking up front to the running back so you know it's a double-edged sword in that regard but i don't think that dable was able to grasp you know meshing the run game with the pass from what i'm seeing right now that's not the case oh okay i'm reading between the lines by the way i'm reading between the lines and I'm <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> could we see more of a defined role for Zach Moss? Because I've been critical of Zach Moss, uh, but deep down, I want him to succeed because a year before I was telling people, listen, they're trying to push Zach Moss to be your bell cow back. But Devin Singletary wasn't having it. Um, could this be the year with a different philosophy that Zach Moss becomes a Zach Moss? We thought he was going to be when he came out of Utah. In this office, you definitely see a better, you know, Zach Moss. You're definitely going to see a better Zach Moss. You're going to see, you know, a better just about everybody on this mm. offense. You know, by the looks of it, um, he has every tool in the shed to build and make anything he wants from an offense. Agreed. So, you know, and that's that's i can't i know everybody can't wait to train the camp to see it from themselves but you're going to see a better run game which going to create more balance and keep defenses off their toes with that which produces more points and with this defense the way it's looking on paper i know it's just paper uh-huh but you know if we can get after quarterback i mean we know how to defend in the air you know so if we can get after quarterback that's going to create more turnovers and no more points for us. So I mean, if it's if if those guys got it in them, and I know we they do. Um, yeah, what I see is, I mean, hey, he just don't say too much. What you see is what you see. It's looking good. It's looking it, good. It's, it's uh, looking good. It's looking as advertised. I'll tell you that. It's, it's looking as advertised. So you know, you could believe the hype, right? Okay, you believe the hype right now. You know, what I mean, the hype meter is on task. Also, is because it's good because I'm glad you mentioned that I can believe the hype and most folks can believe the hype because uh, you've got analyst NFL analyst uh, specifically Adam Rank came in and uh, gave us a, a ranking. Um, excuse me, he gave us his record and he's got us going 13, I think 14 and three or 13 and four, something of that nature. And uh, he had us losing to the Patriots this year. I'm puzzled. He feels that Bill Belichick, which is a a fantastic coach, but he feels that Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve. Well, Bill Belichick don't even wear sleeves. He's a cutoff guy, first and foremost. <laughs> he, he's showing everything he's got. You know what I'm saying? 
this record that people be talking about. Some people see us going 17 to no. Vegas has us not not even once an underdog in any of the games. So this we're slated to go 17 to 17 to no. We know that's very unlikely. Um this 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 schedule. We got a tough one. Losing to the Patriots, though? Are we sweeping this division? In your opinion, I know Miami's made some improvements. The Jets have definitely made some improvements. What a fantastic draft they had. They, they, they stole my, my guy, Brees Hall, but it is what it is. Um, Patriots, I'm not sure what's going on with the Patriots, but you know they're always going to be there to compete because they're game-by-game, mm-hmm. uh, game, situation-by-situation, try to take your guy away. So the division itself, are we sweeping? Are we... Is a team going to step up and challenge us, or is it going to be same old, same old Bills run the thing and we 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 go into the playoffs? It's going to be it's going to be some teams to challenge you. You know, every every team in the division has improved. Uh, obviously, you know the the biggest thorn on our side has been Tariq Hill. So you know he we we play him twice in Miami. So you know it could be some factors there, but at the end of the day, you know the game's going up front, so they're going to compete, but. You know, that's going to be a sweep to me. Uh, The Jets, you know, they didn't, you know, they had a great draft. And, you know, some would think they will be able to contend and compete. But, you know, I don't think the chemistry is there. You know I mean? It's good to have those young guns. But if the chemistry isn't there, it's hard for me to say that they can, you know, give the Bills a run for their money, you know, where they are right now as far as continuity as a team. Um, Patriots, I think, mentally the Bills are over them. So mm, that's um, a that's a big that's a big statement because yeah. that's big that soon the Patriots the Bills are over that hype ah, it's just yeah. another team it's another team um they I mean Patriots did get what they like to do in the draft and you know they made some moves too but the Bills have made moves the Bills have with the moves that the Bills made in this offseason and in the draft forced the rest of the division to follow suit. Right. Because if they don't, they will be super bad. You know what I mean? So it forces the Miami to go ahead and, and give a few draft picks up for uh, an explosive guy in Tyreek Hill. They got to be able to keep up with the Jones, especially when top-level free agents just want to go there just uh, for $1.7 million when they could have got 10 to, you know, have a shot at winning a Super Bowl. You know what right. I mean? So, you know, that's <laughs> where that's at right there. But I think the Bills will sweep the division. Um, last year against New England, they don't have enough tempo to keep up. You know, Mac Jones cannot outdo Josh Allen. So not happening. Bills understand that, and you know that's just like running them off the court. There's no question about that. Now I'm gonna I got I got you for a couple more minutes, so I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions uh, that are important to me. Um, and one of them is I'll keep that I'll save that one for the last one. But someone on this team is is there's a bit of a buzz for me for this one particular free agent player that we recently brought on that's Tavon Austin Tavon has been speaking very passionately on the mic and I get it he's a little older you know what I'm saying he's been in the league some time now um he feels as he's these he's the healthiest but he plays a position that is just stacked it's just stacked however there is one there's there's the return position that is up for grabs. And this could be the way he makes his roster. My goodness, please speak to me on this table on Austin. Maybe internal hype. Maybe it's just me hyping it up. But I don't think this was a, ah, this is just a camp body. We just going to bring him out and see what's going on. I think he's really here to compete for a freaking spot. Please enlighten me. Unless I'm tripping. 
let me just tell me I'm tripping, man. Yo, Rico, get get out the get out the way, man. You tripping right now? Or are we on to something here? Well, I mean, everybody on this roster is being evaluated, so mm-hmm. I mean, we know who's on this team. We know a good twenty five of them we can rock off right now that we know is on the team. Facts. Um, but um. They want to make this thing competitive of all positions. I mean, even it comes down to returning punts or being that extra gadget player in, you know, a situation that, you know, of course, Dorsey likes that he don't have and nobody else and Tavon can fit that role. Um, um, he can still be a debt piece to uh, Isaiah McKenzie or Jameson Crowley in the event of uh, injury. Um, right. So the bills are kind of stacked to the point where if a guy were to go down in certain areas, <laughs> that they wouldn't be able to miss a beat. And um, when you look at Tavon, you know, on the special team, the return game, um, who knows? Maybe a, a more role on the offense for McKenzie is prompting that. Uh, who knows? Um, maybe, you know, they don't like how Speedy's developing in, in that area right now, and they don't have games to lose, you know, for that, you know what I mean, scenario. So they just I think they're just crossing the T's and dotting their I's and every – scenario they could possibly you know explore before the season start i like that i i mean listen man i'm i'm i root for the underdog man and he's definitely an underdog but i like what he's saying and if they let this man get back to the old tavon you know what i'm saying 2013 to 2015 16 tavon mm-hmm. that could be that could be a, a such an integral piece for the special teams aspect of of this team um speaking of special teams and uh, this is my last question for you um i'm gonna save my question that i wanted for another time right um no, you can shoot it you can shoot it you can sh- okay. <laughs> get you some bonus get you some bonus minutes <laughs> all right let's go <laughs> all right so here's the deal um we're looking at special teams tyler bass is gonna be doing his thing this guy's legit uh i know a lot of folks want to be uh they want to ask about matt Eraser, right and i'm not sure if you guys are paying attention to that that side, but you guys are paying attention to everything. Is he as is he as good as advertised? Right? Is he is he is he doing the things where you're like, man, we're not even talking, right? This this is our guy. Or is Matt Hack coming in and saying, wait a second now? It's it's that, that that one really won't unfold until <laughs> training camp, really. It's just it's just trying to get them acclimated to let's keep in mind we got a new special teams coach. So, you know, is it's all about, you know, what he wants them to do in certain things in certain areas. But, right. um, you know, I know everybody talks about um, Matt Eraser um, in his whole situation, you know, you, you know, but, you know, I mean, if you got a more seasoned guy there and that's what he does, you know, at that point, I mean, it's a lot of things that go into Win the win the ball game, kicking the extra, you know, kicking the, the game winning uh, try. You know what I mean? Whether that's a field goal or an extra point, a lot goes into that. You know what I mean? So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how it shakes out, though, especially how the Bills is going to maneuver this roster uh, for training camp. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be pretty interesting just to see do they keep, you know, three special teams guys like would that knock on a linebacker or running back or somebody out the special teams it's going to be real interesting because they're deep and you know it's a good problem to have but you know you don't want to be cutting no good player neither but that's what's going to happen this year because this 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 roster is loaded and it's talented and um you know 
they still a work in progress though. It's still a work in progress. So here's my bonus question for you. Um, I had I had a debate uh with uh with some some folks and we were talking about uh tattoos. Are you tatted up? You got any tats or you clean? I got one tat. You got one tat. All right, cool. So you you inked up. All right. You're a fan of the bills, you cover the bills. The bills have an opportunity to raise that Lombardi. You getting a tattoo of a, of a logo, a Buffalo Bill logo, a, a, a charging Buffalo on on your on your body? Because I feel and I don't like it. I don't like people putting ink of that team on their. You know what I'm saying? So because to me, it's gotta it's gotta be meaningful. I mean, yes, it's your team. We ain't got it inked up. Are you getting inked up? How do you feel about people getting inked up with the whole big Buffalo on the arm or the ankle, the lower back, wherever? How do you feel about that? The Bills win the Super Bowl. I'm going to ask if I could get iced up. I ain't going ah. to <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But let's just say they don't they say, nah, man, we ain't icing you up, but you got, we'll give you, we'll, we'll pay for the ink. Are you getting a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl ink on you? Or are you like, nah, I'll pass. I don't know, man. I'm about to get my agent on that when I rather have the ice. <laughs> I, I, I hear that. I hear that. I, I'm not a fan of the old Buffalo on the old shoulder. I, I can't do it. Yeah, man, I just can't. I see it. I say, hey, I respect it. But I'm like, nah, not for me, <laughs> not for me. But I had to, I had to ask because I wanted to see how you feel. Because some people feel like, yo, that's, that's your team, that you rock with it, and I've been rocking with this team for so long. I had to ask that question. And uh, here's my last one for you. You ain't got to get tattooed to show how much you rock with your team. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need a, you don't need a tattoo for that. You know? I've been so rocking I'm, with the Bills since birth. So, so you know what I mean? It's so, it's tattooed on your tattoo. heart, right? Tattooed exactly. on your heart. You but some saying? people want to show it. it. Let them go ahead and do that. Whatever it gives them joy. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's the last one for me. Uh, you said some people just want to show it. Well, speaking of show it, it's hoochie daddy season. All right. Everyone, I mean, everybody's rocking them hoochie daddy shorts. And on this squad, I see a whole lot of players hoochie daddying up on the damn field. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got McKenzie with them, them Hoochie Daddy shorts. You got <laughs> Stefan Diggs with Hoochie Daddy shorts. Now Von Miller's up in that Hoochie Daddy. Yo, what's what's going on? What's the phenomenon with Hoochie Daddy short season? Are you right? Where's you? You got your Hoochie Daddy shorts on or no? Are you rocking them? Nah, so? nah, you know. It's the nah, season. No, nah, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't have I don't have much definition in my thighs like those guys do. Stare though, but you know. It is what it is, right? Yeah, I think it's a weight room thing. You know what I mean? It, you know, you know, uh, Eric Eric Chiano got those guys, man, working out. You know, mm. so I was I was hoping that you're gonna say, man, I got myself a pair not too long ago. I'll be rocking it. You know, what I'm saying one of these days in, in mini camp. <laughs> he ain't doing that. Negative. I, I got you because I'm listen. It's Hoochie Daddy shorts for me, man. I told wifey, listen, I'm getting some gray Hoochie Daddy shorts. I don't care what you say. I don't know when I'm gonna rock them. It's gonna happen. I mean, sometimes you try to tell me I can't leave the house with gray shorts on. I don't know what she's talking about. But anyway, my man, Mook Hawkins, Wufo1080. That's my guy. He's been rocking and, and covering the bills for us. And he's he's asking the pertinent questions. And uh, we appreciate you, man. I appreciate the bonus time. And I know that, uh, you know what I'm saying, you got to, you got, listen, you got long days ahead, my man. So we appreciate you. Uh, let people know where they can catch you because you're not just on one platform. You're on multiple platforms, so let the people know where they can catch your stuff, catch your uh, your info that you can be dropping for everybody. Let them know where they can catch you. Uh, you can catch me at Waffle Sports 1080. 
you can catch me at uh, Power ninety six point five radio social media platforms from you know every outlet in social media. Uh, you can also tune into uh, my podcast with Believe in Bills Network. Uh, you know that will be uh, you know going out and it's you know linked up with Sirius. So you know we're gonna have a good time with that one too. And you can also check me on the fan base, baby fan base network. We got some things in the works as well. I love it. I love it. I got to give a shout out to my man, Jeff King, because he is a big fan of you. And he says, Rico, Mookie, always a pleasure seeing both of you. Class acts, both of you got a crash. Be well, gentlemen. Go Bills. That's my guy, Jeff King. Jeff King's been showing a lot of love and uh, he's he's had great things to say about you. So uh, keep up the great work, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to press you a little harder next time when when we're knee deep, you know what I mean? Knee deep into, into camp because right now it's just the beginning, right? Like you right. said, we're in shorts and there ain't nothing popping right now. So we're going to find out. But I'm, I'm paying attention to that Tavon Austin speedy, you know, saying that return situation. I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled by it, but we're going we gonna to let it rock. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's my man, Mookie. Mookie, I appreciate you, man. Have yourself a great night. We'll catch up shortly. And as always, man, go Bills. And we, uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you on the flip side, my G. No doubt. Appreciate that, though, Joe. Uh, no doubt. That's my guy, Mook. Always bringing it. Always 1,000, man. He'll let you know how it feels. And uh, if he says believe the hype. Believe the hype. The hype is real. And truth be told, I see it. I'm seeing it often where people are like, they're uncomfortable. They're literally uncomfortable with how much hype these bills are getting. Why? Why? Hasn't this been what we've been asking for for years? Why don't we get enough primetime games? Why don't we get enough? This is this is everything we've been asking for. It's here. It's happening. It's right here, right in front of your face. Embrace it. Embrace it because there there were many dog day years. Remember the days of the the dog days? Like, fam, the Bills have come a long way. And what a freaking transition. I just surprised myself with that transition. The segue, right? Boom. The Bills have come a long way. We've been sitting here waiting for us to have a franchise quarterback, waiting for us to have a defense that matches the offense, an offense that matches the defense. How often were we sitting here like, damn, if we just had a defense that can match this offense, man, we'd be great. Man, if we just had an offense that can match this defense, man, we'd be solid. And now we do. Fam, top 10 offense, top 10 defense. You can even go top five and top. Fam, this is... This is crucial. This is a this is a, a moment where embrace it, I guess, if you will. You've got to embrace it. These are the moments where, like, listen, there's not often we can sit here and be the Detroit Lions. I don't remember the last time the Detroit Lions were like a legitimate threat. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Calvin, when Calvin Johnson was there, they were pushing, but like not, not really. Right? So try being a Detroit Lions fan that has been some time. Where you guys, I don't know when the last time they were dominant. I'm talking about dominant. I don't remember. Even the Barry Sanders days. And that's my guy. That's my favorite running back of all time. Even then. I mean, what other team that I'm seeing here, like, it hasn't been dominant. I'm trying to think of right now. The, like, were the Jets ever dominant? I'm trying to think. The, you know what? That's the only team that comes to me right now is the Lions. Not dominant. The Jaguars. Have they ever been dominant? Like, real dominant? David, when David Garrard was on that squad, were they dominant then? That's a good team. They have Fred Taylor. 
know what I'm saying? They had some great, they had some good offenses on that squad. But you guys catch my drift. We are in a position where we are just like, fam, let's go. We're here now. Embrace it. Stop shying away from, from enjoying this. And I, and I, and I love, I love this because last week, uh, Friday, was it Friday? What day we take? Sometimes I get my days all mixed up. Friday, I was referring to the 90s bills. And by the way, I got to give a shout out to my man, J.R. Remember when we had to lie to ourselves about how good Lostman was? Yes! How good Lostman was, how good, like, Fitzpatrick was. He's going to be our guy that leads us. And, and oh, we got our new guy in E.J. Manuel when he came back and did a comeback victory against the Panthers. We said, okay, we got ourselves a quarterback. Fam, we, we've been lying to ourselves for so long. We have been. Watch out for us this year. People look at us like, you nuts. Who's your quarterback? Nuff said. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. I'm trying. Enough already. We don't have to do that anymore. Embrace it. We got it right now. There's no, there's no need to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Well, well, maybe we should just relax and, and listen, we're going to lose some games. We're going to lose some games, but we're going to win more than we lose. When it really matters, is in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? But in the regular season, fam, like, yes, we're supposed to be a dominant team. You don't think Panthers, excuse me, Panthers, you got me saying Panthers. You don't think Patriots fans, when they were dominant, they didn't like, oh, I don't like all the hype we're getting. No, nah, they're like, bring that hype. When you have a guy like Tom Brady's back there that knows every team is coming for me, I got to be on my P's and Q's? Heck yeah. No different for Josh Allen. Josh Allen right now has got a lot of pressure. I've been telling you guys that. He's got a lot of pressure on him. But we also know that Josh Allen embraces the pressure. Bring on the pressure. But man, we and, and this is not just a player aspect, right? I'm looking at it from a GM aspect. I'm looking at it from a head coach aspect. I'm looking at it like from top to bottom. And we can go, well, let's, let's go as far back as this team was potentially being shopped around to be sold. Right? Remember that part? Mr. Wilson was like, nah, can't do it. I gotta, we gotta figure something out. The Wilsons want nothing to do with the team. I'm not trying to buy this here. I'm not trying to take it over. We need to find a buyer. Holy crow, people were losing their ish. Are the Bills moving to Toronto? Bon Jovi wants to buy. Trump wants to buy the team. All, all things talked about where this team could have been somewhere else. Right? And nobody was checking for the bills then. Nobody. And they were going to be sold for it wasn't a, a franchise that was that was lucrative. And to where we are now, this is crazy. We could have been a Toronto freaking Bills team. That's real talk. And Toronto's got the got the listen, Toronto's a big city. And we've got we've got the capacity to have an NFL team. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not, I'm not as close to, I'm not close to Toronto anymore. I was, I was only four hours away from Toronto when I lived in Ontario. I'm a little further away now, but I'm going to skip hopping the jump to fly over here. 45 minutes. I'm here. You feel me? Toronto could have been the bills, but we're not. So now we get that taken care of. The Pagulas came in and said, now we staying right here. Cool. The last GM. I mean, a lot of people are talking about Doug Whaley not being great. I, I was a fan of Doug Whaley. He just never got his quarterback. But, like, when you go back and you look at, you know what I mean, the, the, the GMs that we've had and the acquisitions that we've made on the squad, it just wasn't panning out. We just didn't have 
teams, right? The head coaches, the slew of head coaches. We have coaches that have quit on us. We have coaches that were like morticians. You know who I'm talking about. Just no life. We had, we had, you know what I'm saying? We've gone through a whole lot. We've gone through a whole lot. And uh, it's just nice to see where and how far the Bills have come. Seriously, man. And not to mention, like my man Scott Blakely just said, this fan base is second to none. Second to none. There is no fan base like this team that we have right here and the fans that rock with this team. There just isn't. There isn't. Dick Jerron, Mike Malarkey, freaking the, the slew of coaches that we've had pass through Buffalo, man. Golly. And it's just nice to know that we have a head coach that is not an old, not an old geezer, number one. We have a head like we like and, and no slight, you know what I'm saying, on the Seattle head coach, Pete Carroll. But my man is he's he's up there, man. But you never you would never know it. I'll, I'll give that to him. He would never know it. But like we have a, a fairly young coach. We got a fairly young coach in Coach McDermott. We got a, a fairly young GM. That's going to be here for quite some time. And Brandon Bean, the, the future is bright for the freaking Bills team, man. And not only that, we landed our freaking franchise quarterback. Fam, head coach, lock, GM, lock, franchise quarterback, lock. And now you got a bevy of pieces around your franchise quarterback and the defense matches the offense. <laughs> Yo, I can understand why we, some folks, are like, yo, how can this team not go to the Super Bowl this year? I can understand it. It's all on paper, and you got to let the season play out. But my goodness. And I can keep going with the coaches, by the way. Thank you, Bills Mafia. Doug Marone, Chan Gailey, Rex Ryan. Like, dude. Dude. Come on now. And then you look at what we have right now. I mean, I mean, love... Love Marv Levy, but I don't know what the hell we were thinking when we put Marv Levy at GM. What the hell were we thinking? I don't understand that. Golly. Side note, I got a, I got a, I got a bone to pick with my man Z-Bot. <laughs> I, was, I told him I was going to roast his ass. Z-Bot from, from the Rock, Rochester, had... Tattoo in tattoo conversations happening. That's why I purposely asked Mookie that question. Zbat wants to get a tattoo of a buffalo. What? Me and Rico are gonna go and get a tattoo side by side. Side by who? <laughs> Heck no. I'm clean everywhere, boy. No tattoos for me. But that's just me. I'm not a I'm not a dude to do that. If I were ever get tattooed, it would probably be something to do with my kids. That's it. But uh, like, could you imagine? I got like Zakaya, Anaya, Myla, you know, Vanessa over here, and oh, by the way, there's my buffalo. <laughs> that doesn't match. I can't do that, man. What am I gonna have a buffalo on my lower back? I've got a huge buffalo, like Fifty Cent, huge buffalo on my back. Come on, fam. No, I ain't doing no tattoos like that. No, can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, Zibai, you tripping? Now, if you want to go and get a tattoo with someone, Bobby would be the guy you want to go get a tattoo with. Because Bobby's artistic. 
You know what I'm saying? He he could like, yo, we could do a tattoo like this. We can do twin. We could be twinsies and all that stuff. You can reach out to my man, Bobby. He'll do that. <laughs> Not for me. Can't do it. Sorry, bot. Now, I will say this, though. Bot was talking about uh, his trip from hell. Um, you went through all that for Dave Matthews. I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, you went through a whole lot. Like, what did he do that for? Oh, sh- Dave Matthews. Okay. I mean that's your that's your that's your that's your dude, that's your dude. I get it. That's your that Dave Matthews band. Oh, Bobby's Bobby's in. Bobby's in. Bobby's gonna get the tat. Good for you, Bobby. I think you're capping right now, but good for you. And you know what? Let me choose where you get your tattoo. I'll choose where you get your tattoo. Because Bobby's a big boy. You guys haven't seen Bobby. He's just, he's like a former lineman. He's like six forty, six four. He's a big fella, man. He makes me look at like the tiny little man. And a big boy like you. I'd put it on your wrist right here. <laughs> so when when you move it, because I know I think Bobby got tats. I think you got you tatted up, right, Bob? I'm not sure if you are, but I'm gonna add right here. Put a little tattoo right on the wrist. So when you go and shake someone's hand, but oh, what's on what's on your wrist? And they'll have your hand, they'll twist your hand up like this. Oh no. There's my little buffalo. I'm charging buffalo. What are you tripping? Get Pierre one. Pierre, Pierre can get one too. Y'all can all go together. Get Pierre. You get one for Pierre on his ankle. Pierre. Right on your ankle. You know what? Because it's Hoochie Daddy season, actually. Because it's the Hoochie Daddy season. And for those that are wondering what the heck I'm talking about, these days, men are wearing shorts that are like, not regular shorts, not your basketball and one shorts. These are like above mid-thigh. Mid-thigh. So if you're going to be in Hoochie Daddy season, you might as well get a tattoo right on that thigh. Pop! Slap that thing around that thigh. Show it all off. Show it all off. That's for you, Pierre. Pierre's another big boy too, right? Six four, six five. He's as big as freaking. He's as big as Josh Allen. Put that thing on your damn thigh. <laughs> I just can't do it. I just can't. I just won't. I won't do it. Now, Zbot had a trip, and he had a trip from hell. My man said he was on the plane, and one thing I will agree: when you're on planes, sit your ass down until you see you start seeing the line start moving. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta get my suitcase. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. You're standing there, and now I gotta, I gotta sit there with your, with your, with your freaking arse in my face. Sit your ass down. I get it. Zibat, I feel for you, bro. I feel for you. Now Pierre's talking about. Yes, I love that idea. I'm gonna do that in the BF tat on the other thigh leg. <laughs> Yo, you're a fool. A Buffalo Bill and a BF. You might as well put the trifecta on your freaking lower back. What are you gonna do there? Josh Allen. <laughs> yo, you tripping, man. <laughs> so is that, yo, I'm starting to think uh, Rico's scared of needles. Nah, fam. I ain't scared of needles, man. I just can't. If I do t- if I do tat, that's what I would get. My wife, wifey's got tattoos and everything. You know what I'm saying? So just, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. Now, I did see something on Twitter today that, uh, and before I get into my, my whole spiel with y'all, I, I did see something on Twitter today uh, about, Josh Allen. I mean, the big running, the big running, I guess the the chatter is that Josh Allen shorts is amazing. Well, I think there's someone that's competing with Josh Allen for best best looking shorts. I'm not gonna lie, man. And uh, <laughs> Josh Allen shorts is amazing. Josh Allen shorts. Well, guess what? Josh Allen's got competition now. This whole hoochie daddy season happening right now. It's uh. Listen, it's taking it's taking uh it's taking fashion world by storm. 
you got competition now. Von Miller. <laughs> yo, Von Miller, boy. He's competing with best-looking yo paws, but best-looking cat in shorts. Josh Allen, move over. I'm telling you. Stephon Diggs might be in there, too. Everybody everybody rocking them in short shorts, man. I don't know. I mean, back in the day, you see how fashion comes back? Back in the day, what were they? Do, do, doozy, uh, what do they call them? Uh, doozy Dukes? Daisy Dukes? <laughs> Daisy Dukes. This is this is pretty much Daisy Duke season. But they don't want to call it Daisy Dukes. It's the Hoochie Daddy. <laughs> well, Josh Allen, you got competition. I'm just saying. Yeah, I got competition. And don't let my man Pierre and Bobby get in there. It's over. I'm just saying. Anyway, I digress. I just have to, I have to get that off my chest a little bit. But I, I will say this, though. When Z-Bot does get his tattoo and bot, you and I will definitely celebrate your tattoo at Arby's. And we will, I mean, let's just get everything on the damn menu. Everything, every single thing on that menu on my table. Let's rock. Potting at Arby's with, with his new tattoo. He's got to be sensitive about it. I don't know where he's going to put it. You put it on your neck? <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. But anyway, I digress. Let me move on. Jose de la Bills Mafia. Ooh, yes, I did, Jose. Jose de la Bills Mafia. So I think Jose was the one that hit me up on Twitter and was like, yo, how are the Rams able to pay for all these players when they had no money? No money. And I just happened to be listening to the Pat McAfee show and they had former, I think former GM for the Packers on that. And he explained it as best as I could explain it. I mean, understand. And here's the deal. When it comes to teams like the Rams that are able to, to, to pay for these players, and you're like, where are they getting the money? The cap doesn't exist. It does, but you can manipulate it. Just like any accountant, if you guys have had an accountant and you're like, yo, man, make, make, me, make me look good. Make me, you know what I'm saying? Like, can we do this? And can you, can I write this off? And yeah, you can do this, but you have to do this and you have to do this. There's loopholes. And the Rams pretty much are exercising a loophole. Now, the only way you can exercise a loophole is if you have cash money, rich owners. Like a Jerry Jones has cash money and they have something called a cash over cap. I'm not going to go into into depth because I didn't read. Like, listen, I, sometimes when numbers are being thrown out, I'm, I'm and I lose and I'm lost. Right. But it's cash over cap. So in the gist of it, what they end up doing is paying out of pocket, if you will, cash to this player. Because and you're paying to a player that you know that's going to be on this team for the length of time that you're going to pay them out, right? So a Cooper Cup, you you will you will invest your own money into a guy like Cooper Cup. And I hope I'm not explaining this incorrectly. And if I am, forgive me, right? But in a sense, is that it's not it doesn't count towards the cap, right? And it's uh and it's cash over the cap. So you're giving this guy this money over the length of time of his contract. So if he's there for six years and you gave him I don't know an X amount you know you're going to get your guaranteed years because he's going to be here, guaranteed, right? A guy like that's on a bubble, you're not going to cash him. No, you're not doing that. Or a guy that you're not sure about and he's got injury histories, you're not going to do that. So that's how these guys are able to do those things. So Pagula, for instance, 
I don't know how rich Pagula is. I don't know if he's on the same same length level as Jerry Jones or or the Cronkies or uh, a freaking Les Snead. I don't know if uh, if he's got bread like that. But if, if if Pagula wanted to put some cash out and we really wanted to make something happen for Jordan Poirier, for instance, it could happen. It could definitely happen if you wanted to. And it's a want to. You got to want to do that. And if you don't want to, and you don't feel like it's worth it, you ain't going to do it. The Rams are like, I will pay Aaron Donald. I will pay Cooper Cup. I will pay Matthew Stafford. You know what I'm saying? And those are guys I know that is a pillar of this team. So I'm going to put it that way. <laughs> and you know what? Nobody has bread like Walton. Listen, the Denver Broncos got money. So if they wanted to, I think, I think um, Russell Wilson is looking for a new deal. He's trying to get like 250 mil or something of that nature. If they really wanted to, and they see that he's the, you know, I mean, the future of this team, and he's what, he's 35, 36, maybe he's a little older. I'm not sure how old Russell Wilson is right now. 33, 34, I don't know. Yo, they're gonna, they're, and these players are playing much later because of the new rules and how things are, and they're gonna pay out. So if you are good enough, and your your owner has enough money that he wants to kind of say, you know what, let me just let me let me, let me go under the mattress and grab some. Here you go. There's your, there's your, there's your, there's your way of doing things. So we'll see. Season B says, yo, Pagula's net worth is 5.8 billion. Okay. So if the Pagula's net worth is 5.8 billion, what is like less need or what is Jerry Jones? And then look at the difference. 5.8 to, I don't know. I don't know what Jerry Jones would be worth, but you'd have to let me know. Let me know what Jerry Jones is worth. We'll use Jerry Jones because that guy, that he's in Texas and he's been in the league forever. And Texas money is just different money. You know what I mean? So if you guys let me know, then we'll, we'll see how that plays out and see the difference. But that's that's that cash over cap. Now, if you guys want to go and look at that segment, if I'm explaining it wrong, I hope I, I apologize. But go and check out the, the Pat McAfee show. And it was on there with the 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 former GM for the Broncos, uh, excuse me, the, the Packers. But anyway, moving on, by the way, I appreciate you guys bringing that up because uh, I needed to check that out for you. So there you go. Jared Jones is at 12.5. 12.5. So double the Pagulas. Double the Pagulas. So guess what? If he wanted to do that, he can. He definitely can. And so can the Pagulas if they really wanted to. What's, 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 what's 30 mil to them? Nothing. But you got to be you got to be worth it. You got to be that guy. And I'm not saying Jordan Poirier isn't that guy. It's just that Jordan Poirier is my guy to get that money. Cash over cap. We're going to keep it. We're going to give Brandon Bean... The run and Brandon Bean handles that, and we go from there. But Jerry Jones is caked up. I think he's one of the. I think what is he not the most rich? Is he the richest uh, GM in the game? I'm just saying. Season B said, "Yo, Jerry Jones got that hoochie daddy money." <laughs> oh, he certainly does. He certainly does, man. I'll tell you. That. I'll tell you that much. Um, but nonetheless, if you want to get them done, that's how you get it done. Now. Back to what I was kind of, I wanted to jump onto because I'm not going to say too long. I just wanted to really explain the, the, the lengths that we have moved. If you look at this freaking, this roster right now, there's, you can't, it's very difficult for you to find a glaring hole. You'd have to find, you, it's hard to find a glaring hole. You just can't. You really have to force to like, well, if you look at the, the left guard, 
situation. Roger Saffold, he's older, but you know. Pro bowler. And anything that he's been on, the run game has succeeded heavily. Well, if you look at the cornerback position and Kyrie Elam, he's a rookie. He doesn't tackle well. Well, he's a first-round draft pick. He's a first-round draft pick. Length can run with you. Like you, could, you, it's hard to like. You'd have to reach. You'd be reaching to find a spot where you're like, oh. Well, if you look at the running back position, that's the weakest position. Well, Devin Singletary sharing the rock was what 150 yards shy of a thousand yards, give or take. Well, you know, well, 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 well. You can do, you can do a whole bunch of stuff, but you'd have to reach, right? But if you go back to, I don't know, 07, go back to the 07 Bills. I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing out a freaking uh, a year. Let's go 2006. 2006 Bills. I can I can tell you where your your holes were. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can just look at the thing and be like, mm-hmm, yep. There it is. There's the hole. Like, let me just kind of bring that up here by position. So you had J.P. Lossman, Kelly Holcomb, Craig Nall. Okay, enough said. You go to the running back room, Willis, you had Willis McGahee and Shad Williams. All right, Willis was nice. Can't even hate. Here's your running back room. Sam Aiken, Andre Davis, Kevin Everett, Matt Murphy, Roscoe Parrish, Peerless Price, Josh Reed, Robert Royale. Remember Robert Royale? Hole. Right? Lee Evans on the squad. You can't even hate on Lee Evans. But you guys catch what I'm saying, right? You look at the linemen. Brad Butler, Melvin Fowler, Mike Gandy, Aaron Merce, Terrence Pennington, Jason Peters. Right? Raymond Preston, Tootin Reyes, Mike Schneck, Chris Vell. Come on, fam. You be like, who? What? Where? Let's go to the defensive line. Tim Anderson, Ryan Denny, Tony Hargrove, Jason, I can keep going, Chris Kelsey, John McCargo, right? Aaron Schobel, obviously legit. Kyle Williams, legit. Here's our linebacking crew. This is even better. Angelo Crowell, John John DiGiorgio, Keith Ellison, Mario Hagan, Josh Stamer, and then you have Tequila Spikes and London Fletcher. Fam, you catch what I'm saying. Now, when you go, (laughs) emotional damage, yes. Heck yeah, man. That's emotional damage. Shit, I can go back to what? 04? Y'all catch what I'm saying, man. Let me just go. Let me just scroll back to 04. Like, you catch what I'm saying, man. So, like, when you look at the team that we have right now, you're like, come on, fam. Drew Bledsoe, J.P. Lossman, right? This is when J.P. Lossman was going to take over. You had Travis Henry, Willis McGahee. I like that backfield, right? Sam Aiken, Mark Campbell, Tim Ewis, Lee Evans, Drew Haddad. You had Eric Moulds on that squad. Bobby Shaw, Jonathan Smith, Ronnie. Like, come on, man. Like, defensively, like, we had Justin Banan. Remember Justin Banan? We had Justin Banan, Ryan Denny, Ron Edwards, Chris Kelsey, Pat Williams. I mean, listen, Pat Williams, the Williams brothers. You know what I'm saying? Williams brothers. You got Pat Williams and you got Sam Adams. That was legit. Angelo Correll, Mario Hagan, Jeff Posey, Josh Stamer, like Rashad Baker, Nate Clemens, Jabari Greer, Terrence. I'll take that. So there were holes. But you look at our team right now, Josh Allen, enough said. You, you, you got Stefan Diggs, you got Gabriel Davis, uh, you got uh, freaking 
McKenzie, you've, you've got Jameson, uh, you've got the tight end room is, is, is nice, it's full. The, the line is solid from freaking left tackle to right tackle. Like, not many holes. Not many holes. Defensive line, stacked. Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, the cornerback room, safety room. Like, this is, there's no wonder these people are sitting here going, whew, this team could freaking really do it. Now, we are pissing a lot of people off, I'll say that much. We are pissing people off because, like, yo, why do these Bills fans think they're really going to do shit? Who do they think they are? They win a couple games and they think they they all that? Don't forget who your daddy is, and that's Pat Mahomes. Oh, I hear it all. My son is up right now. Why? He should be asleep. I wonder if I woke him up. But hear me out. All these, listen, these fans don't like us. Listen, you guys remember my man Kevin. Kevin says Bills fans are the worst fan base. They're the most cockiest. They, they are insufferable. Like, just, they, they just don't stop talking. They, they act like they've won a damn Super Bowl. Well, wait till we do win the Super Bowl. If you think we're insufferable, then, ooh, we wait till we win that damn Super Bowl. It's a wrap. You ain't going, you, listen, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it for a minute. You're going to hear it for a minute. But this, this could be the year that we take it off. But anyway, I digress. I wanted to come on here and show some love. I want to come on here and make sure that to it remind y'all how far we've come. Holy jumpings, man. From the coaching to the GM, the fan base is stronger than ever. Um, content creators are covering the team. What a time to be a content creator. Being a content creator right now while the team is in, in heavy rotation on uh, TV everywhere, primetime games. Man, if I was a content creator right now, back in 04, 05, dude, <laughs> tough. <laughs> tough to be a content creator, man. Have some pride, guys. We got it. No, we don't. No, we don't. And now, it's over with, man. We just got to put it together, come with a strong season, and put a stamp on this season and just get it. Just get it, man. Just bring that damn Super Bowl to Buff. To Buffalo. And then we go from there. Now, before I get out of here, I got to give a big shout out to each and every one of you guys tuning in. You guys have been rocking with BF a long time. It's love. It's appreciated. Not a whole lot of content creators can go out there and, and, and immerse themselves with you know, players and player events and so on and so forth. We had our guy, Evan, uh, go out there and show some love at the, um, at the NFT, I believe, uh, um, event, uh, with Josh Allen. We were there to, and we saw like enough fans were out there taking pictures and all that stuff. It's dope, man. Josh Allen is a freaking rock star. It's a rock star. And by the way, just want to give you guys something season, season pieces. Yo, I just unsubscribed <laughs> you asshole subscribe right now. Jackass. Anyway, Apparently, Josh Allen loves going to Rochester. So whoever lives in Rochester, yo, keep your eyes peeled. Because you might see Josh Allen just roaming around somewhere. So I'm just saying, he doesn't just stay in Buffalo. He's out there. He's out there doing his thing in Rochester. So if you see him, go ahead and, and, and you know what I mean? Say, what's up? What up, Josh? Feel me? My man, Nobles, 
He says, yo, even Kodak Black on Bandwagon, man, posted a dope video with Singletary jersey on and the Bills colored uh, SRT. Listen, we had the SRT. That's nice, man. That is nice. Listen, you don't forget, man, these Florida boys, man, Florida, Florida kind of, you know, they stick with each other. You know what I'm saying? If you're from Florida, they're going to show you love. And if, you, if you're from South Florida, especially, they're going to show you major love. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. But Kodak Black is on that. Shit, I might have to hit up Kodak Black and say, yo, come on that podcast. Go. My Haitian. You know, Haitians got to stick together. You know, you know what it is, man. But anyway, folks, that's it for me. I want to come on here and, and give you some, some OTAs and mini, mini camp talk. Listen, let me recap before I get out of here. Mookie Hawkins is feeling real good about this team. There's not a whole lot of, you know what I'm saying? If he, if he says, if you guys are hearing the hype, he says, believe it. Because this team looks good. And one thing that I think that we've talked about many a times, we talked about this many times where this new philosophy with new offensive coordinator, we're going to see more of a running game. I mean, it's very evident and clear. Two tight ends. It's not like we we're going back and running it back with, with, with Sweeney. No disrespect to Sweeney at all, right? Uh, you've upgraded. You got O.J. Howard. You've got Dawson Knox. You have Roger Saffel, which is known to mall players. You have an overall excellent guard in Ryan Bates. You have a left tackle as a pro bowler, right? We're going to reestablish ourselves in running this football. A more balanced approach, if you will. And then when you're so balanced and you have no idea what this team is going to do, my goodness, be with you. May, may the powers be with you because it's going to be hard to stop these damn bills. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm excited. I'm excited for this freaking season, man. Um, but just a heads up. I want to give you guys a heads up before we get out of here. I'm going to be on vacation um, first week of July. So I'm going to be off the grid no potting for two weeks. I know most people are like, no, I'm going to be out of town. I'm not going to bring all my equipment with me. And I, I wouldn't do you as the service of doing this. Hey, guys, live from my phone. Can't do that. Won't do it. I'm going to be uh, going back to my hometown, visiting fam and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to be out there. So at that point, Z-Bot and my man Rev are going to be holding it down. Maybe P-Money might get on there and and, and shed some light. But uh, so next week, I'll be potting next week. But then next week, my last, my last week, and then a couple weeks, I'll be off and I'm back at it again. So we go from there. So that's it for me, folks. You guys have been great. You guys are always great. Fantastic as always. And I appreciate you guys. And uh, we got we to gotta go from there, man. And uh, folks, just remember, just remember, man, life is way too damn short. Enjoy every moment you can. And good news is the unvaccinated can now fly out of Canada to go and visit. So guess what? More Bills fans are coming your way. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. More Bills fans are coming your way. Wife is excited. She's like, yes, go. Let's get this thing popping. Let's go, man. So anyway, that's it. I don't know what, what kind of, what track do you, you know what song was on my mind? And I'm going to play it. I don't know why this song. I'm like, I'm, I'm random. I am random. But this song has, and my wife was like, she, you name a song and she knows it. And I couldn't believe it. And when I found it, I was like, no kidding. This song, I don't know why, but this song is a banger to me. And let me see if I can find it. And play that. 
this song is a banger to me. And let me see if I can, if it's going to let me play it. Because I'm surprised that I actually enjoyed it. But I did. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Craziness. I was humming this song. Random. It's a banger, though. If somebody puts a remix on this, some 808s in this thing, woo, it's over. I'm out of here, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. I'm out of here. Y'all be good. And until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. We'll catch you on the flip side, boys. Have yourself a good night. Let's go. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details